Thank you, Scuttlebuds, checking in again with us. Did you know that as an adult, you can take classes in your local community? We got one of these adult ed catalogs. We rifle through them and peruse the class offerings. And we weigh in. You could be a florist. You could learn to write better. You could learn about hurricane history in New England. whoop de doo We talk about other things too, like all these snarky messages on t-shirts I'm seeing everywhere. What's up with that? And just because you have a quarantine dog doesn't mean you should bring it everywhere you go. And I'm really excited. This show is now ranked with Apple Podcasts. Like, I wouldn't say we're, you know, the top 10, but we're doing okay. Sound good? Let's do this. Because we are hanging. Boom, 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 boom. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hello. Hello out there. Wow. Hello. Can you hear me? Scuttlebots. Rick, it's not a phone. <laughs> they're listening on their... Well, actually, they probably are listening on their phone. They are. But they're not... It's not a phone call. You can't hear them. Hey, guys. This is Small Town Scuttlebutt. It's the podcast where we react... To the overreactions of other people reacting to small town problems. This is episode 57. Today is August 19, 2021. I'm here in my studio in my basement, my subterranean studio. And I'm sitting here with my friends, Kathy Ferris and Mike Page. Hello. Every week we do this show. If you're just tuning in. And if you're not, I'll spare you all the preamble and just get right into the show. We'll start with... Um, Saying hi to Mike. Mike has been gone for quite some time. We haven't seen him in a while because he uh, was gone out of the country to the Azores. Yeah, the last time I was here, Patad Johnson picked me up at my house, kidnapped me in Mm -hmm. a police uniform. My neighbors had no idea what was going on. I got kidnapped by Patad, brought down here for the podcast. Then we went straight down to the Cape for my bachelor party. Then the day after that was the wedding shower. And then the day after that, Allie and I flew to the Azores, which was an awesome trip. But we got to cook dinner in a volcano, which was awesome. We went swimming with dolphins. But yeah, we ate lunch on a cliff. We watched a cow give birth. I don't recommend that part. Hey, listen, um, since we're doing this, it's the last time that uh, Mike was here. Why don't I run through my day? How about that? Yeah. So after you guys left for your um, guys cape thing, Mm. I walked home by myself and then I went to Market Basket and Shaw's because there were two different sales going on. I had a meltdown in aisle 11 because Shaw's is restructuring everything right now. Yes. I don't know where everything is. We were is. talking about this. Oh, today. that sounds and, tragic. Right. So I came home and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go work out. So I drove. Well, I said I was going to work out. I drove to Hospital Hill and cried in my car. And then I drove home. And uh, because I was sweating, I passed off that I actually worked out. Uh, then I went upstairs and I binged uh, that podcast, 1865. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. And that was great. So that's what I did, which sounds a lot like what Mike did. 
Well, guys, I just wanted to um, just say a couple things about the podcast before we get into all of our exciting topics. Okay. Let me start by saying this. I, I listened to a couple shows, and uh, the one with Pata, I was listening to, and um, I thought I'm going to tone it down a little bit. I'm going to reel it back. I think that sometimes the language gets, oh, I was gonna say gets a little, that. I don't know, if I'm a stay-at-home dad and my brand is kind of like, you know, that, I should probably stay in the PG-13 area. Oh, you Get over yourself, Rick. Pull it together. We got a show to do. <laughs> well, I'm thinking that, you know, maybe the show got a little rough in some areas. Maybe sometimes we go down a wormhole that uh, turns some people off. I don't know. Right. Because, you know, I, it's interesting that you said that because when I listened back to, I thought, gosh, we should probably have a disclaimer on this, uh, on this particular episode. Um, so you really I, thought that? Yeah. 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 Uh, it was just yeah. the story about the guy that molested the horse. I think that we... No, I, yeah, went I all in a, on I, that. Right, yeah, exactly. Mike, you had a, a, a reason. I, well, I didn't go all in on that. The guy went all in on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Poor well, choice Well, you guys really go off on it. You, you uh, yeah. start with good intention. And, and then, then we go right down this. Right back oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rick, I think... Part of the problem was you were gearing up for the bachelor party, and you were like, "I've got to, I've got to be in in bachelor party mode." Yeah, I, I had to get you were ramping up for that. Yeah, I was beefing up my Neanderthal brain. And yeah. I was just like, "Yeah." Uh, no, it was very, it was very tame, tame uh, bachelor party, right? Very. It was. Mature. I enjoyed it. So that said, I just wanted. I'm not apologizing. I don't have anything to apologize for. But if you're listening and you're like, you know what, this show's kind of going off the rails with like, I used to be able to listen to this thing in my Astro van with the you're, kids in the back. You're course correcting. And, you're course correcting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm taking a note. Yeah. So I'm gonna tone down I some like of this rhetoric. You, I like how you used the Astro van because you're reading the Cosmos and you're trying to keep everything relevant. That's right. And I do think that this show is is a good product. You know, we're on the right path. I got this email. Do you want to hear what they said? It says, Small Town Scuttlebutt is ranking very well on Apple Podcasts. It says, hello, how's it going? Hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, Small Town Scuttlebutt, has good performance in Apple Podcast rankings in the last 30 days. It says our position is 196 in the category of comedy. This data is provided by podstatus.com. Happy podcasting. So that's pretty good, I think. I think it's pretty good. We're a top 200 comedy podcast. Considering how many legitimate, like, big-name comedians have podcasts, like, they all have podcasts. That's true. And, and here we are in the top 200. That's I didn't even impressive. know we were a comedy podcast. I thought we were just a small town. I had to um, put informational in. I had to do thing. categories, and one was um, culture. One was well, uh, comedy, culture. comedy, culture, and um, there's a third. I category. bet if we were in the educational category, we might be in the top fifteen or twenty. I think you're right. I think you're right. That would be so funny. What if we or self help? I mean, just <laughs> just throw a monkey wrench into people's you know lineup of suggested podcasts. You know what? What? I don't want to tell you how to run a podcast, but let me tell you how to run our a podcast. podcast, Kathy. Um, our podcast. Maybe we should like recategorize ourselves. Just for the ranking of it. This was mm. a strategy I used to use when I was, um, I used to run track. Mm -hmm. and, but my strategy was every time, every competition day, I would stand next to the registration table and wait until everybody else registered. And then I would register for the one that only had two people in it. So mm. it secured me a medal. Yes. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That was my strategy. That's clever. So just think about maybe we should look at the category. Maybe next time we should just look at the categories and see, explore. Where would we be 
on top? Where would be a leader? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is it like home gardening? Is it? Yeah, and then every week we'll give like one simple little, yeah. you know. Yes. Like just to check the box. Right. Hey, guys, dandelions are uh, bad for your lawn. Okay. Uh, anyway, spirit, back to right. swimming with dolphins or whatever Mike right. did last weekend. <laughs> that way when they email us, um, you're being a little frivolous with your uh, self-identification. Like, <clears throat> check the 23rd minute. Well, we go on a lot like of episode 56. Yeah. I like that you're open to my idea. I think you have great ideas. You know what this means? We're good at relationships. So maybe we should be <sighs> doing a whole thing about relationships. Relationship advice. All right, so what did I say? I said I said the nice thing about our um, mm-hmm. our email. That's good. Oh, when I was traveling, I did something that I asked Mike to do, and he dropped the ball on that. When you travel and go on an airplane, I've said this before, you were supposed to take the barf bag out yeah. of the seat pocket in front of you. So here I am giving each and of you your own JetBlue-issued barf ones. bag. Dude. You put that in your glove box, and when... Your husband or your dog or your kid gets, you know, a little car sick. You don't have to take your foot off the gas. You just hand them the barf bag. So there you go. Okay, so we talked about barf bag. Kathy, let's talk about something of major significance for for a change here on the show. Okay. You did Nick's Comedy Stop the other night. Yeah. Saturday, you headlined. Mm-hmm. You crushed it, right? How'd it go? Oh, it was super fun. Thank you for asking. And... Um, the best part about doing it a second time, where, you know, headlining a second time, you're like, oh, I'm going to go into this like a little like looser. And so um, Jeff gives me a lot of notes as a comic. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, Jeff, do you want to do five minutes? You know, like, let's do a take our husband to work day. Yeah. Why don't you get up there and do no, 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 I don't want to do it. Um, so what I ended up doing instead was halfway through my set, I shared with people that I uh, had done a show, it didn't go, didn't go well, and uh, was heckled a little bit. And when I got home, um, I'm usually okay with things, you know, mm-hmm. like oh, that didn't go well. Um, but this time, it, you know, it really kind of got under my skin a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, so, at like one o'clock in the morning, I get a text from Jeff with, "Here's what you say to hecklers." So I shared that in my show. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to share some with us? Well, I will, but we just went through that whole thing about being a clean thing now. But well, I, let's clean it. I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah, no, I, I just I feel like we got crass. Let's just not be oh, crass. Oh, this isn't crass. Profanity is fine. Crassness, we'll, we'll back off of that, right? This isn't crass. Okay. Okay, so he said, when some when people are heckling you, mm-hmm. this is what you say, huh? I bet Ellen DeGeneres never had to deal with this stuff. But then again, she's real good at avoiding dicks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Let's get into some topics. You remember we used to go through a bunch of topics, and if we were just going to mm-hmm. fire through them, we'd call it the Oshanka show? Or the yeah. Oshanka? Thing. Thing? Yeah. What did we call that? The we had Oshanka a, We had segment. a segment. Yeah. yeah. We haven't done that in a couple weeks. You guys had music and everything to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's play that music. Kathy, would you like to explain to the audience how we're going to pick our topics? 
Okay, well... Instead of doing the Ushanka, we're not reaching right. into a... Uh, more, everything for us is sponsorship placement. We have our grease board that I insisted on getting, and yep. we have all of our topics on there. And we're going to just throw it on the grease board and whatever That's lands. That's the Perez Martial Arts whiteboard. Oh, yeah. sorry. We're going to throw the sucker. <laughs> <laughs> the sucker, the sucker, the sucker star. The sucker star onto our Perez Martial, Martial Arts, Arts whiteboard. Uh, whiteboard. Okay. Wow, that was uh, okay. What you a just forearm. adult ed classes. <laughs> yes. Adult ed classes. All right, Kathy, that was your that was mine. Um, In fact, topic. Uh, what, what do you want to say about? Are you taking a class? Are you enriching yourself? Um, somewhat. Well, mm -hmm. I actually think that this is going to be the next great segment that I do because for me, you know, I brought Kathy classifieds, yeah. and I'm always evolving. I'm always looking for like something new, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I was, I was reading through the Tri Valley Regional Vocational Institutional brochure yeah. for adult education, and I wish, I wish I made up that whole title. That is actually the title. It's a long of, title. It's a long title. It sounds prestigious. The longer it is, sure, sure. Um, and wow. so there came, there was some, um, there were some courses in there, and I started just organically asking Jeff, "Would you? What about this class?" how much would you pay to take this class? And I'm mm -hmm. like, Jeff, I just came up with another great segment that they're not going to do a, a song sequence to. So I thought I would ask you guys a few of them. If that's okay, can we? Do, can I just give you those? Okay. Go for it. I'm excited. Okay. First one mm -hmm. offered that caught my eye. Learn about being an entry-level florist. Okay? Thanksgiving through Mother's Day is the busiest time of a florist. And owners and managers are constantly looking for people to assist and hire personnel. This class will give you the understanding of procedures, floral care, general pricing guidelines, and how to advance in the floral industry. How much would you pay to take this class? Now, let me give you a little, a few things here. Mm -hmm. Is that um, it's on, um, the number of hours is, it's six hours, it's three classes for three weeks. Total okay. of six hours. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say 350. Wow. You just threw a number out without any background. I got to think you, you're paying for supplies. You're not just paying for the instructor's time and you're not paying for the rent of the brick and mortar vocational facility in which you're learning this new trade in, but you're paying for the flowers. You're paying for the scissors to cut the flowers and the cellophane and the ribbon and probably one of those green sponge blocks that you soak with water. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That stuff adds up. So I see your 350 and I'm going to add a 150 supply charge for a grand total of $500. You two have no idea what you're doing. First of all, I don't even know if materials are, in, are involved in this. We're talking about six hours of instruction. And, and lots of flowers. Flowers, you know, the shelf life of a fresh flower is short and Good that thing. affects uh, the supply and demand. Good thing it's only six hours worth I'm just going to stop you there. It was $59. What? Okay, what? What? $59? $59. And right. Mike, you're an idiot. You were going to pay three fifty. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Artistic inspiration. This is a course for writers, poets, artists, bloggers, painters, podcasters, actors, directors, dancers, photographers, singers, and musicians of any kind. Each person in the class will make. Too late. I was going. Yeah, right. we get it. You we know what we know what writing. Again, okay. <laughs> okay. So. Um, Six classes, six weeks, so a total of 12, um, 12 hours. Well, if the other one is $59, mm -hmm. and this one is a real catch-all where they'll take anybody's money, 
they don't even care what you want to learn. They they claim that they will teach you it. So I'm going to say this one, they're pitching it at, it probably ends in a nine like the last one. So I'm going to say 129. 129. That is, I wouldn't pay a nickel over $25 for this catch-all class. Like that's what you called it, a catch-all class. I feel like. The person who's teaching this is a jack of all trades, not really good at anything in particular. I can't write a play. I can't write Thanks. a movie script. I can't write a novella, okay, or a poem, a sonnet, or haiku, have you. But I can dabble in all of that, and I can do it for three weeks. So $24.95. First of all, the instructor is a retired high school English teacher, author of stories <laughs> I tell my high school English students, and... <laughs> Um, and other books, um, $39. So you're close. Yeah. $39. Okay. And from For a high school 12 teacher. hours of class? Yeah. At the high school level. I already went to high school. If you want people to want your product, you have to have a high enough dollar value assigned to it that people think that it's worth buying. Mm-hmm. You're charging, what was it? $39, $39. for 12 hours of education? Give me a break. Yeah. That that just blatantly says we're not going to teach you a thing, but we're happy to take your $39. That maybe that's not true. Maybe maybe it's just a good deal. Okay, I have one more. This one is a little eye-catching. So, mm. New England hurricanes, past, present, and future. New England has frequently visited tropical storms that have been historically recorded to some extent over the last few centuries. These events have been at times destructive and deadly and to our region. This course will introduce you to some of the basic science, historical paths, and regional effects that, that tropical systems with a focus on hurricanes have had and can have on New England. Okay. Using PowerPoint, the instructor will show historical <laughs> recorded images and graphs from the past. Well, there's like, a value I'm not even going to get through it. I'm not even going to get through it. Let me just give you the deets. Total number is, um, first of all, put the whistle down. The class. tangent Total whistle is ready to go. Is, it's one class. It's three hours. There we go. One class, three hours. Three hours, and it's got PowerPoint. That's how you know it's a great class. Who's going to care about this? This is just tailored to the senior citizen, right? If you're... An AARP member, you are 10 times as likely to go to this class than if you're like, you know, a gamer or, you know, like a foodie or. Oh, so if you're if you're into culture an or, athlete. Cli or like climate or nature or photography or history, mm -hmm. none of those people would be into this. Not enough because this falls under the category of weather and weather is just that baseline Topic you, to discuss with people who you do not know that you're going to be with, like, for a short period of time. I have two words for you. Well, three. The Weather Channel, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Weather Channel is super popular, so I don't know why you think this is that. Well, that's because seniors are home all day. That's Can why you just give me an answer? Yeah, well, this is written to the senior, so it's going to be $10. It has to be cheap. But it comes with a $10 coupon. <laughs> because a senior citizen loves talking about weather, but they wouldn't pay for it, right? So they're going to go. They're looking for a deal. And they're gonna use that coupon. You obviously didn't even listen to. So it's the, free. You obviously didn't even listen to the description. This is not about weather. This is about this is about hurricanes, past, present, and future. Oh, hurricanes not a weather system. Okay, I'll write that down. Hurricanes are not a weather system. 
We're on a podcast. We're on a podcast. You don't need to mimic writing it down. Okay? That's my thing that I do. I it helps, that he it he's, helps me. He's a method actor. Yes. He really was using a pencil Ten. and notepad, and he took just as long as if he really was <laughs> right. writing it down, yet still he mimed it. Also, yeah. there's a few misspellings, I'm pretty sure, of that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so $10, $10 mm -hmm. coupon. Yeah. Mike. Uh, I'm going to say this is a $12 class, which puts it at $4 per hour, which again points out how worthless this class is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep. I just want to say this before I give you the answer. Mm -hmm. Your hostility and resentment <laughs> towards this segment, yeah. it's like you're so jealous that I come in all the time with like good content. I'm constantly thinking about this, I'm not, this podcast. I'm not I, honestly, I feel like that's what you're bringing into this whole thing. It was $29. Mm -hmm. I better have a, a song sequence for it the next time I show up mm -hmm. or I'm not bringing comedy gold this isn't, or podcast gold This isn't anymore. hostility towards the segment. It's hostility towards these classes. Yeah. No, I don't know. I feel I feel like I feel like it's transferred. All right, Kathy. Mm -hmm. You're hanging out on the cape and you go out, you venture out into the water, you're enjoying yourself mm -hmm. and then there's a great white spotting. What do you do to defend yourself? I don't know what I would, I, I guess I would just tell my loved ones I love them and put my affairs in order. Oh, that's the best you got? That's the best I got. Might I recommend classes from Perez Martial Arts. He can teach you how to defend Wait. yourself when you're being attacked. By a shark? Yeah, why wouldn't it work? Wow, Martial I love arts that. is martial arts. As long as you've got the speed, the fist speed through the water, I think you're good. Wow. Uh, and, and give a good, yeah, and strike through the shark. And hit it right in the nose. So you're gonna you're gonna uh, boop the shark right on the snoot, uh, and then you're gonna gouge its eyes with your fingers. Okay. And for more great tips, I suggest you take classes at Perez Martial Arts, where Sign he will up. give you much better martial arts expertise. Sign me up. You can find out more at PerezMartialArts.com. Okay, if you don't mind, what? Kathy's laughing at me. I got the sucker star. Oh, right. That's and throw it at the Perez Martial Arts whiteboard to see what our next topic is. Okay. And now Kathy threw the star and it didn't stick, so I'm going to lick it. Oh. Uh. I bet it lands on COVID. Go. <laughs> snarky t-shirts. This one's mine. So I'll, okay. I'll open with the snarky t-shirts. I used to think when I was younger, like in my 20s, I see a, a t-shirt with some some kind of attitudinal message, and I, I always got a kick out of them. And uh, now that I'm a little older, a little more mature and refined, I use these words very loosely, but I look at these things and I'm like, why are we talking to each other like that? Why, are you, why do I have to walk down the street and read that on your shirt? Can you give an example? Yeah, the other day I was at uh, Barnstable State Fair. Wow, name drop, okay. Wow. Yeah, don't want to brag, um, but I was there right before the trapeze artist fell. And um, Oh, no. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, you didn't hear about that? No. no. It's small town news. Yeah. We should have covered it. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. <laughs> Japanese artist falls 30 feet. Misses the net. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wait, did they really miss the net? Yeah. Okay, now we've got a story. What yeah. happened what next? What happened? Well, then he went to Why the hospital. We what do you think happened next? I like how you're just glossing over it. This actually is a small town thing. Yeah. Is he okay? I don't were, know. Were we, kids traumatized? I'm, I'm sure. I was mean, he screaming? Like, like, give us a play-by-play. -play. Did you watch the thing go down? I don't think you... When you fall 30 feet, you don't Wait scream. Wait a minute. It's more like... Ugh! 
I like just, you when your wind is knocked out of you. Like, I just looked it up and the top result. It made me stronger. That's the quote. Acrobat recovering after 20 foot fall. Oh, 20 foot. See, I exaggerated. I said 30. 20 is not that bad. That's like a ladder. Oh my God. A ladder is bad. Eh, it's like a snapped fibula. Okay. You know, compound fracture at most. Well, anyway, I'm at this fair. His name is Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Cyrus Knock. Okay. Well, back, that's a neat name. Back to the teacher. I slowed down and I was about to take a bow for the audience. Something so simple and so slow. But I got disoriented and I misplaced my left foot, he explained. The fall, which happened earlier this week, was captured on video showing knock, drop, and hit the ground. Mm, okay. Anyway, about the t-shirt. So at the fair, a fair is a great place. Amusement parks, fairs, the mall, anywhere we get all walks of life coming together. The airport, another great place. Subways, right? Keep an eye out for the snarky t-shirts. Everywhere you go, you'll cross paths with somebody who's got a t-shirt with a saying on it that's basically telling you to go screw. And I don't know why we're doing this. I saw a t-shirt. It says, perhaps making sense isn't your thing. I'm just walking with my kids to the Ferris wheel and I'm reading this. I'm like, but that's not am even, I supposed to laugh at that? I'm like, yeah, oh, you got me, buddy. It's not even funny. That's it's like not even the, funny. That's like you bought that at Spencer's in 1996. Right. Next to the lava lamps and the... Yeah. the Velvet poster. I don't think that every T-shirt is supposed to be like a personal insult, though, to you. Uh, it's just it's not nice. Like, like, all right. You know, how about a cat Same on your T-shirt? Meow. It says "meow." That's what I'm wearing. Yeah. I feel like you're taking it personally. Um, I do, I do, because you know why? And this is to a fault, but I'm sharing this society with you, Kathy, and you're sharing it with me and Mike and. Mm-hmm. We're all sharing this world and this community together. And wearing a t-shirt that basically tells each other to go screw isn't really conducive to a harmonious society. Listen, some people don't have a personality, so mm. they have to buy it. Yes. And that's mm. what we're doing mm-hmm. here. Oh, that was good. I just want to point out I'm the only one that actually stuck it to the wall. Stuck it to the wall and actually... The Perez Martial Arts whiteboard. Oh. Mm-hmm. Dog etiquette at parties. Everybody got a quarantine dog. If you didn't already have a dog, you probably got one now. Yeah, but you don't have a young family. The the demo is young family. Are you calling me old? No. And I have a question. When it comes to parties, and when I say party, I'm, I'm talking like a Sunday barbecue or, you know, pool party, bring some kids over. Do you bring your dog? What's the ruling? I guess it would depend on the relationship that, I mean, if it's like a family party. A lot of variables. Yes. Okay. Give me some variables. Uh, So if it's a family party Mm -hmm. and like my mother-in-law has a dog and she can only go so many hours uh, out. So um, sometimes she does bring her dog. Yeah. And it's family. Mm -hmm. We did this thing where we brought our dog without asking. To another couple's house. Oh, oh, you're the people. They oh. have, they uh, have a dog. This is not the direction I anticipated. This no, going. no, we're, we're. I'm calling ourselves out. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do have self awareness. Oh, okay. This is getting interesting. Go. Do you though? Because I feel like self awareness would have been that before, before the party, you would have said mm. we can't bring Rex. Well, this was certainly not my idea, and I just blindly went along with it, assuming that this was already pre-approved. Yeah. Oh, I see. So Leslie puts the, the dog in the yeah. car. We all get in the car. We drive over to this house last night. We're hanging out, having dessert in the backyard. They have their dog there. The two dogs aren't 
jiving, right? They're just too worked up. Rex has to be on a leash. They're getting tangled. So they have to go put their dog inside. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, did you know we were bringing our dog? And they're like, oh, that's fine. That's okay. I'm like, Leslie, we brought our dog without asking or like we just assumptively brought the and thing. What's and great. I had this moment where I'm like, Leslie, you, I can't believe we did. Like, I'm, but everyone's thinking puppy play date. Like, we will absorb the dogs into this too. The quarantine dog has become part of the family. Even my wife now is like, you just bring the dog and everyone will love your dog. That's not true. If we get invited to your house, we're not bringing Rex. Just know that. Anywho, that's all I had to say about that. Anyone else? No, I think that's interesting though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something to be mindful of. Right. Dogs are not humans. You know what I like about wow, this episode is that we came take. in and we thought like, oh, I don't know what we're going to talk about today. And yet it was just chock full of stuff. Yeah. 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 Again, this is an educational show. Dogs are not humans. This just in. <laughs> Kathy, do you want to bridge to the close? Well, I mean, like I was saying, there's like a chock full of stuff here. One, your self-awareness. Two, all the great content I brought and all the like continuing education that we can all get. Mm-hmm. Then we had the whole trapeze artist calamity thing going on. And I don't even remember where we started, but I feel like from the get-go, we were just giving content. It was good, good episode. quality content. Right, and who knows where we're going to be the next show. We could mm. be, um, you know, the the gardening extraordinaires or cultural or some kind of kids education kind of category. You don't know. We're going to expand. We're going to reinvent ourselves. Yeah, we're gonna... I could do a farming podcast after, after seeing that cow give birth. I learned a lot mm-hmm. that I didn't really need to know. Mm. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Let's close this thing up. Oh, I thought Kathy just did. I think I did. Yeah, but then you have to, you're the... Well, why does he get to close? Why can't I be the closer today? Oh, Kathy's the closer. Kathy the closer. Okay. I thought I closed it. Did I not close it? You closed it. I closed it. it. We're closed. Done. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week.